I'll give you some context. You're ready? Everybody's ready? I'll give you some context. You know, in this ministry, we want to celebrate the word of God as the highest level of prophecy, right? We have seen God do many miracles, signs, wonders, prophecy, tumors disappearing, deaf ears opening, all of that. But but we celebrate what the most is what? Look, I'm going to make a statement. Everything, everything, everything that you read about the generals of God, everything, what was their source? And the Holy Spirit. We can't water that down. It has to be the place where you draw things from. I'll tell you why. You're ready today is a good day. That, that, that prophecy during prayer intercession for today was so important because he was prophetically seeing what God showed him, but God was prophetically communicating to me about this morning because I saw a vision what I just explained to you this morning and it's the second time I saw it and believe me I've never seen Moses before but when I saw him I knew it was him in the spirit as if God was taking me years back and showing I didn't see his face. You remember I said I saw his cloth covered? And I wondered why. Because he didn't want to face the desert sand. And when I'm when I'm look when I look into that vision, I understand that Moses was similarly tied down being who he was called to be. Right? He was tied down. was bound. And he couldn't be who he was called to be. That is why he had no answer to go forward. I'll explain. When Moses... I'll just keep talking, okay? And we'll read some scriptures. think I have to read something so that you'll get a context. In Exodus chapter 2, you will see, and a man of the house of, can you read Exodus chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3, and 4? And a man of the house of Levi went and took his wife, a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrushes for him, daubed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Wow. What we just read was given to me as a prophetic word over Chicago before I ever made it to Chicago physically. And today I'm wondering why God is reminding me this morning. Before 
I stepped into the Chicago area in person. God showed me that there is a deliverance anointing like that of Moses supposed to be rising from this region. But there is nobody to make it happen. And I understood somewhere there is an assignment on my life. I came to Chicago. I sat in church pews. I didn't want to do anything because I said there is everything here. Why should we do anything? Until God had to pound on me and said, "Go do what I'm called you to do." And I don't want to put God into anger. So today when I read this, this what you just read chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. You know this happened against all odds. context Exodus chapter 1 verse 22 can read it so loud and clear and i want everybody to hear it so pharaoh commanded all his people saying every son who is born you shall cast into the river and every daughter you shall save alive did you hear it did you see that okay now why don't you read um Exodus chapter 1 was 16 and 17 16 and 17 I want you to pay attention I want you to hear what God is telling you through this okay And he said when you do the duties of a midwife for the Hebrew women and see them on a birth stools if it is a son then you shall kill him Wait If it is a son Talk to me church If it is a son what then you shall You shall kill him, kill him. a sword was released you're with me yes. now you should not lose now we are connected a sword was released before something could materialize according to the tribe and the lineage of god kind why are you all so quiet today you're you, are you like already in time zone difference now <laughs> a sword was released even before something could realize its destiny look this is how the devil works because you live in a world where he is trying to rule it and he knows the systems and he has his arrangements i preached one few weeks ago i think i preached about saying that even when you're born your birth has a star in the heaven. Yes. You remember that? Yes. I spoke about that message. I said that is why the astrologers, the zodiac sign readers, the psychics and all these people have so much information about you and you're saying I, how do they know about my life? Because they can study the signs in the heavens and places around which is openly displayed by God's glory about your life. And so that is why the birth of Jesus was so clearly identified by the wise men before the chief priest in the temple could identify. People are sitting and saying where will the messiah come they're having a debate. And here comes the three wise men from the east. Not part of the Jewish 
culture not part of the god of abraham isaac or jacob no the god of the eastern gods they are wise men they are coming and saying we we study god's creation we study his glory we study how he does things we have studied creation so much to understand the creator's work behind it and they are saying okay now this star is coming i'm just giving context so we can identify this child that is born to be the king and here herod is sitting and saying huh, which king why you guys didn't tell me let's go kill information so now similar moses's birth is already creating a terror in the kingdom of darkness the pharaoh's kingdom his sense as a ruler as a domin as a dominant dominion over a region he's picking up in his senses spiritual intelligence somebody say spiritual intelligence with the spiritual you're giving me time today right church should never be a ritual it should never be you put your attendance on no church is a place where you have to say i've come and god has spoken to me and loud and clear and i've gone there and i've got you know i do things alone but i've do corporately because god this is where david said i've been found in the house of god i want to have a connection well this is not talking just about the church thing i'm talking about you you have to become a person who says like i want revival then i will be found in a place where god is not doing things according to my convenience but let god do according to his convenience okay so that's why i said i'm thankful that you are ready for the word like this so this is what happens now pharaoh has everybody says spiritual intelligence what christians we christians don't understand is like you are part of the system of light the system of anointing the system of god's kingdom there is an opposing kingdom they also have senses you can think they don't have and think you are very superior and we can live oblivion and that is called ignorance and that makes us weak so but but when for example this pharaoh he watched you know he watched i won't go into too many scriptures because if i do that what did he watch exodus chapter 1 verse 7 but the children of israel were fruitful and increased abundantly multiplied and grew exceedingly mighty and the land was filled with them pause you have that right can i address the state of america to you don't tell me you look at now this nation our nation and you say oh i don't know where the nation is going yeah it's going like this because of the people of light are supposed to stand up straight and burn bright and take dominion in the land and shut the voices of darkness but we are not doing that what we are doing is we have pity party saying change my diapers 
pat my shoulder give me a crying shoulder and we are all just concerned about ourselves and there is a pharaoh sitting and watching and saying just like this they are fruitful they're increasing they're abundantly multiplying i'm talking about decades ago he saw the principalities in the land which were actually subdued by our forefathers do you know i am from india which you all know i used to watch american revivalists on god tv and dream and say my god america is so blessed and i i remember revival services like rodney howard brown you know as general in the spirit pastor benny hin there few other generals you know steve hill so many of these people were on god tv every now and then i would receive a prophetic word through these people through television in india where my television i don't want to talk about it had a metal stair, chair sitting on it right if you sit after an hour you don't want to sit on it you know i i know where i come from i'm sitting and watching after an hour you're like trying to turn around you know like you know it's not comfortable you can't fall asleep you know in that kind of a chair metal chair you know so i would watch i i was remembering this morning i prayed and i told god one day i want something like this in my life i don't even know these preachers god tv was on because i was addicted to god tv i was addicted i used to watch all these people you know how they moved in the spirit i remember one early morning 3 am to 4 am previous day at print the tv is on this lady called this prophet is cindy jacobs she comes and says young man the lord has heard your prayer you're watching me from another country maybe in the east she's specific and she's like you're sitting there god has heard your prayer and she goes speaking in tongues she's shaking i was like oh wow god i know god heard and i'm like god the lady also heard now it's very impressive you know and i was very amazed then repeated encounters rodney howard brown would come he would prophesy over me from tv and he would tell specifics about me pastor benny hin would come specifics about me these men of god will tell specific and i had no clue i will be in here in this land okay and that time i said this country is so blessed i believe the nation is still blessed please am i upsetting you i'm upsetting you i'll i'll be i can be myself right and 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 i'm like wow this is the land you know like where god is raising up generals and all these things but now where i'm standing it is not the way it was a decade or two ago today christianity is questioned in this land can you talk to me and i need to ask you how can i i can talk right one last time and i won't ask permission okay i can talk okay what caused it to happen can we decode that for a minute just like this verse 8 can you read for me this is verse 7 was a description of all i said was happening from here decades ago verse 8 now there arose a new king over egypt who did not know joseph hold passing on happened decades one generation to another generation leadership to leadership system to system and then something was lost in transition now there arose a new king over egypt who did not 
no Joseph. Hey, craziness. Who was Joseph? He is the one, an anointing of God, right? A prophetic anointing. Come on, talk to me. A prophetic general sent by God ahead of time to preserve whole of Egypt. In fact, to preserve the whole planet. That people from other nations and countries came and said, Joseph, we are going to be slaves to you. He took his spiritual prophetic intelligence and he built a system called what? Egypt. Don't tell me it was Pharaoh who built the system. It was Joseph who caused a Pharaoh to be alive and he caused the system of Egypt to survive because of his prophetic intelligence, prophetic wisdom. He made Egypt survive the famine. Correct? Yes or no? Now we are telling me a new king arose and he did not know about Joseph. How is it? Come on now, talk to me. How is it possible? This guy is the reason you're surviving. This guy is the reason you're eating grain. This guy is the reason you didn't die of hunger. You survived the collapse of your land because of him. And you forgot his name. Do you know today's generations doesn't even know the names of the men and women of God who have been revivalists in this land? They don't even know their names. They, uh, They know history. But do you know your spiritual history? No. Nobody knows. Nobody talks. The reason is the blame is not on the new generation. The blame is on us. Because we never told them there was an anointing that set this land to prosper in abundance. America was America because there were generals of God in this land. They lived, they respected God, they cried out for revival, they saw mighty move of God and they made the land great. But in the process, you, you, you began to celebrate the system that was built and you forgot the author, the source of that system who helped it. Azusa Street Revival. How many revivals? How many revivals? No, nobody even talks about them. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, hear me, I'm not talking about people who are talking. I'm talking about people who are not talking, right? I'm talking about Like if Joseph was forgotten, it's because nobody spoke about him enough. Because I'm sitting there in India and celebrating these all these men of God. I've come here and I've asked some names and people don't even know them. We're like, oh yeah, we 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 they're like, oh we never heard of them. I'm like, oh really? I was like, it's very confusing. You are here, but you don't know about them. I am there and I've heard so much about them. How? doesn't make sense can you celebrate the anointings that was passed on can you continue to declare and celebrate what God has done already the reason is we don't testify enough we don't declare God's goodness enough we don't want we don't you know how many of you have had miracles happen in your life how many of you have declared it like everybody around you should know nowadays We don't want anybody to know what God has done. 
it's all private sorry you know why because the enemy can put fear and intimidation in you and say don't declare it and what does he do watch verse 10 come let us deal shrewdly with them lest they multiply and it happen in the event of war that they also join our enemies and fight against us and so go up out of the land verse 12 but the more they afflicted them the more they multiplied and grew and they were in dread of the children of Israel now you read verse 16 and he said When you do the duties of a midwife for the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stools if it is a son then you shall kill him but if it, but if it's a daughter then she shall live Wow This is how the enemy started started to kill a nation from being mighty he uses you with me right he uses the system that has been established by an anointing and use that anointed system i know what i'm talking sounds like in parables i'll clarify in a moment a system which was built by joseph prospered a nation the same system was used to put the people of god in suppression okay you're looking at me go to go to genesis chapter 47 i i need you with me right yes. genesis for chapter 47 um i'll give you a detail okay whose idea was it to make slaves of the israelites in egypt she said my goodness it was an anointed idea executed wow joseph sell sold grain and all the people came and said we don't have anything more to give the pharaoh what do we do and it was actually the israelites idea <laughs> they said we will even be slaves to pharaoh we will sell our birthright joseph said amen <laughs> right sign your name here give your land give everything today you are a slave to pharaoh joseph wow the mastermind please i'm not condemning him <laughs> i don't have that kind of ability to condemn him but what i'm trying to tell you is it was an anointing that put the anointed tribe under a restriction i'm talking in layers <laughs> i pray that god open your eyes to these mysteries it is the anointing of joseph that put the children of israel in a kind of slavery and the moment that anointing of joseph partnered with the pharaoh now it's getting deep when the anointing was imparted to pharaoh and pharaoh used joseph's anointing to build his system he put the people of god in bondage 
you're you getting this or no you you have to help me now so it is the anointing or else you know what israel would never be in bondage because naturally they are anointed yeah. don't don't tell me the enemy can easily put you into bondage he cannot you have to permit and give him permission to go into bondage you have to tell yes boss i agree to you and you make a legal agreement that is why every time a deliverance happens the demon when when i'm doing deliverance every time i've noticed the demon asks for a legal notice and i have to tell the demon even though the demon knows i have to tell the demon the blood of jesus has paid for this lady let her go and then the demon says okay or else the demon has a legal fight she said this he did this he opened the door for me he invited me in okay all right but i have to do a legal fight that's why i have to say okay i come to you in the name which has no claims in the name of jesus i have to tell you he's the ultimate boss the owner of all things and by his blood he has bought this little one let go of my people and the demon says okay that name i, I cannot claim over it and has to go that's why deliverance works like this so in the same way an anointing when it's in agreement it becomes a mysterious binding force so what happens you with me right so yes. joseph took his anointing you with me yes. submitted to pharaoh got it yes. he submitted his anointing to a pharaoh and his loyalty was to pharaoh and when his loyalty was to pharaoh the anointing on joseph was so powerful that pharaoh gave him full rights and because of that he gave this master plan of them becoming slaves but you know what something joseph could have helped the israelites to still break out of it but there was one limitation you want to know um genesis chapter 47 you're learning something 47 verse 7 8 9 10 let's read this today i want you to enjoy the word okay people on zoom you're doing good you're doing good very good okay great then joseph brought in his father jacob and set him before pharaoh and jacob blessed pharaoh wait, wait, verse 7 joseph's anointing i'm connecting i'm connecting i'm connecting you have to keep connecting with me you with me yes. today we're studying the word you know last week was explosion this week you study okay so <laughs> last week everybody was everywhere you tell joseph's gifting was dreams correct yes where did it start from jacob was the one who had an encounter with god through dreams none of his children tapped into the dream realm of anointing in him but one guy joseph the bible says he dreamt dreams meaning I'll, i'll just say it like this maybe papa jacob was sitting with all his sons and said when i came out of my land i was a nobody i had nothing but i sat near this place called bethel and i i raised an altar for god to speak to me the most precious thing i had the oil i poured it over and i worshiped god through my offerings and my givings something happened that day he was saying now god visited me 
and immediately he built an altar right he's like god visited me and god gave me this dream now all the other kids they're like great story good job dad but joseph the youngest he looked and he said wow maybe i can have an inheritance like that i can be a dreamer and he started dreaming with god and he tapped into the realm of dreams so here i'll give you connection points joseph tapped into the dream realm so much that now that anointing wherever he would go it would manifest for him he's in the prison people in the prison are dreaming their future and he grew in that stature and the pharaoh is dreaming now the famine and the solution is only found in the hands of a joseph that's why pharaoh is like who else can arise except this man who has the spirit of god in him <laughs> he's like he can tell us the question and solve the problem and 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 pharaoh is like this is the guy now joseph does something he brings his father jacob to come and bless pharaoh beware of whom you lay hands on can i tell you the downfall of america why it is so you went and anointed a serpent and you tell serpent prosper the serpent does nothing else but to kill to steal kill and destroy and then you're asking why did this serpent become so powerful because you went and anointed a serpent joseph you brought your father jacob and you made him stand before him and he blessed him that anointing that came on pharaoh was an anointing that was upon joseph and upon his father jacob heavy anointing he blessed him now that blessing gave him wisdom to create a system you church we are saying business is not for us making money is not for us you're deceived sorry sorry i said it like that no you are supposed to break the system of the world and make the system work for you you have an anointing from god to break the system but nobody wants to do that everybody wants to be submitted to a system i'm not i'm not making you to rise up in rebellion i'm not saying that what i'm trying to tell you is don't become a slave of a system don't say yes boss to everybody one pandemic came how many churches closed you should see the data on the internet huh 20 35000 churches closed and we sit and celebrate as christians no no first thing we celebrate is i'm not going outside of my house no sorry i'm why you i'm like this today god give me grace next sunday better sermon okay but today we we have to do some we have to ask ourselves where are we are we in the anointing are we going to do exploits or what are we doing we have to ask ourselves this question so before we answer that 
so the system was anointed by a joseph once then jacob blessed what continuing the verse he gave first blessing okay this gets deeper pharaoh said to jacob how old are you which night next one and jacob said to pharaoh the days of the years of my pilgrimage are 130 years few and evil have been the days of the years of my life and they have not attained to the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage so okay. jacob blessed pharaoh and went out from before pharaoh. <laughs> he gave a second blessing one blessing because joseph asked him to bless he stood now pharaoh asks a question and jacob blesses him second time he double anointing he put double anointing on him and joseph was also submitted to him joseph was also with him it became a super strong anointed system and that caused him to rise up to be so powerful what will break a system like that it's impossible it's impossible because the i want to talk to you the anointing if it's me the anointing that is already present now cannot overcome that system and god has to rise up another breed another hybrid another breed which can come and not just challenge a system but to overcome a system look if you are fighting against a goliath you can go in the name of the lord take one stone swing it the holy spirit will carry the stone and kill right i think the room is cold maybe we can help can somebody help to set the temperature right i'm seeing people wearing jackets so i'm thinking what's happening you know yeah so 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 listen so this 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 thing oh rekonia tabrasikaria tarava you with me right still i'm just asking you so that i make sure you i don't miss you okay oh rekonto train the spirit 30 seconds pray in the spirit 30 seconds reto brokosiko maybe we can set it to heat i think it was in cool maronto brokoni ante rebrekosiko riata marante brakoni god speak to me tell the lord to talk to you now tell the lord to talk to you because you have to identify where your anointing stands because i'm going to about to you know push you out of the bus because i want to challenge you and tell you something if you think the anointing that you have is going to break the system you're deceived you need to reach out and ask god to give you another kind of anointing that is not found in the realm of this system it has to be above the system so superior that your wisdom your spiritual intelligence will penetrate the system find the flaws in the system and you rise up to bring the god kind out of your life again yeah. or else slavery will never leave and it did not leave for 430 years wow. nobody could break out of it they cried they sulked they wept they died and god could not move for them wow. you know something that is very sad now don't no no don't don't tell me god was not compassionate 
you know what god was waiting for them to come to a place where they will come in such a way that they will say god we need a deliverer so so now this system is so powerful now there is no way of escaping the slavery then you read in exodus chapter 1 i said against all odds right yes. you know why i said against all odds the pharaoh has said no son should live kill the babies but there is a role of midwives there is a role there is a role of people who might not be the moses but they will be the midwives who will say i know they're telling me to do this but i'm going to do what my god is telling me to do i will not submit i will not surrender but i'll use my wisdom to say oh you know the the babies are too quick the women are too quick the baby came out too quick say whatever but they helped to deliver a moses maronto brosikarianta and that is why history talks about them because without them a moses would never come into a scene your role your role child of god don't underestimate your role in whatever you're doing if you can hear the voice of god ah sheta prakani onto robo letori ambra banahas i feel in my spirit there is a kind of anointing coming on some of you what you do will become so anointed that you will become a support system to push the next generation anointing out of the system maranta brasikoni onto robo against all odds listen against all odds doesn't happen overnight listen it doesn't happen overnight but you start doing step by step you know she started this midwives even their names are mentioned right eramonianta brakani onto robo even their names are mentioned can you go to the next scripture uh the next 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 15 okay go back to 15 Ah even their names are mentioned Shipra and the name of other you know like I don't even know the pronounce their names accurately but the question is this you are in a system but can you operate in such a way that you operate in the anointing that is on you not let go of your anointing completely yes you cannot break the system overnight but can you confuse the system I'm giving you keys May today God give you the grace to confuse the system and not come under the control of the system. I I want to release a blessing. May your money remain as yours. May your inheritance remain as yours. What God has promised to you as a promise let nothing stop it from coming into fulfillment. Sit down, sit down, sit down. And now the midwives, even though their job looks so small, I want to tell you, it is their names are mentioned for one reason. It is without them, you would never see a Moses anointing coming to the forefront. The child of God, no matter how insignificant you feel today, there is in your hands a birthing happening in Chicago. And so I prophesy. Yeah.
I told you, I don't know why you came today, but God calls you a midwife. God calls you a midwife. God says you are the one who's pushing the baby Moses to completion. Come on, somebody pray in the spirit. There is a blessing that is coming within the system that your hands will support the weaking. You know, their hands supported the weak baby. You know, you might look and say, this baby will do nothing. Oh, this baby, when it shows up through God, it's going to tell the sky to answer. I sense in my spirit that is where God is taking this church and this ministry. You might not see anything today, but wait and watch. Until the Lord raises the prophetic tribe. You know, today you might say, oh, you know, this and that, but wait a minute, wait a minute. In the process, there's also a blessing. This, see, this is a prophetic word. I told you God is teaching you something. The next word is very powerful. I think, I think somewhere it says, you know, it actually, they caused God to break slavery out of their life. Do you know that? I'll show you something. You will be amazed to see. You with me? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Verse 16, verse 17, verse 17. Let's keep reading. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the male children alive. And uh, verse 20. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very mighty. <laughs> Verse 21. And so it was because the midwives feared God that he provided households for them. Listen, wait, wait, wait. before you get excited, did you, can you read that one more time? And so it I'm was. I'm showing you the path to break a system by, uh, by addressing a command of God that you don't agree to everything, but you deal through it. Maybe your anointing is not called to challenge the Pharaoh yet. But in what you do, can you bring God into it? And, and, and read this again, and read this again. Can and you so it was because the midwives feared God that he provided households for them. Can you read 20 and 21? Therefore God dealt well with the midwives. Hold on, hold on. Of all the people, of all the people, watch, watch, don't miss me now. Of all the entirety of 430 years of generation of slaves, Hey, 430 years of slaves multiplying. How many of them? Two names. Do you see the dimension? And God recognizes two names and tells them, these two, they're not under uh, oppression. They're not under a suppression to be my voice. They're not under my suppression to be the ones who will deliver according to me. And for them, I will give them favor within the system and they will rise up and deliver the next generation favor because they supported a future anointing. I'm going to build their household. I'm going to release them from slavery. And that's what happens. God multiplies them and God gives them households. Guess what? I don't think so. The slaves ever had a house. You know what I'm talking? Come on, talk to me. Wow. 
they didn't own anything do you hear they did not own a thing but the bible says was 21 but the bible says that he provided households for them not household households something was happening them their hands becoming a hands of serving the next generation anointing there is something that god begins to do god begins to say in me blessing them i'm blessing the future of israel there there is a remnant within the remnant of the church right now in you stay in you standing with those and helping them to survive the wind the fire and the chaos and pushing them into their fulfillment god is going to remember your service ah masata brokosi karia taraba zerebonianto robo all of a sudden you'll wake up and say why is this favor upon my life because you're favoring the future anointing the only anointing that is about to break the system of pharaoh right now it looks like nothing but wait and watch after 80 years zebroyonto robonianti rekesete sit 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 you know i have to take you to a place i'm trying my best we still have time that's why i said exodus chapter 1 sorry 2 verse 1 listen i want to tell you something and this is a prophecy for all of you everything is prophetic this word is prophetic god is talking to you and the man of the house of levi went and took as wife a daughter of levi 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 so the woman conceived and bore a son and when she saw that he was beautiful child she hid him 3 months wait a minute there was death threat If you do something it's going to be killed. If you want to live like the way you're going to live they're going to come and kill you. If you want to achieve your dream they're going to come and tell you to throw that thing on the water. They have got your eyes on you. They got everything surrounding you. But yet there was guts. You know is that a word? there was guts and courage this guy goes and they have a baby against all odds can i tell you something i don't know why i'm preaching this morning against anything and everything that is going to come against you can you still live your life as god wanted you to live i'm asking you i'm asking you can you still live no not on my watch I shall not go into slavery and be nothing but I shall do what my God has called me to do. I will not allow a fear. I will not allow a death threat. I will not let anything to quench my dream of my future. I will still go ahead and host it irrespective. Because some of you you might have been doing lot more but you're doing not that because you fear what is about to happen. Mic drop, mic drop, mic drop. This is a mic drop sentence. Many of you you have so much potential to do so much for God but you don't want to step out and do one reason you fear because wow. what the enemy will do but if you know the heart of God if you know the clear calling and the anointing of God over your life you'll go ahead and do it anyways wow. that is what 
stirs me up that a Moses would have never been born if there was not two people saying, I want to do what God has called me to do. I will still birth this baby. I will send this baby into full term and completion irrespective of them watching me pregnant, irrespective of watching me conceived, irrespective of all their eyes are on me. Can you imagine? People are watching this Levy, Levy lady, right? People are watching and saying, oh, she's two months. She's three months. She's six months. She's nine months. Oh my goodness, death is about to arrive. You're not getting the gravity of the situation. I see you're, you're still thinking. But if you were in her shoes, you're waiting not for the ninth month. You're wishing that your nine months will be nine years. Ay, 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 ay. I don't know. Why? What's happening? Or you go so cold today. You're saying, I don't want, I want this dream. I'm talking to somebody prophetically. I want this dream, but yet I don't want the dream to happen because I don't know if it, ay, 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 I'm speaking riddles. I don't know if this dream comes to pass, what kind of opposition will come. But yet there is a dream, there is a desire inside of me. I want God to fulfill it, but yet I don't know how to do it. And God is telling you this morning, go against all odds. The people who know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do great exploits only if you know him. If you know him, the one who has called you is faithful. You will say, I don't care what is about to come, but you know what? I'm going to go against all odds. And because there was a man and a woman like that, they birthed a Moses anointing. Guess what? Sit, sit, sit. I'm screaming too much. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. So Moses is born. I want to... Can I continue talking? It feels like time is not moving or you're all okay, right? It is like this. See, the thing is, I don't hold back this kind of word that came to me to only preach it in a conference or anything. For me, every Sunday is like that. We don't hold back. I'm not sitting and creating a prophetic school too. <laughs> no, no. This is prophetic school, okay? Listen, listen. This, 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 I, need, I want you to see something. When you... My goodness. Look at her commitment. Verse 2. Verse 2. Can you read it? So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. She tried hiding him. Wow. Almost makes me cry. May God give you the grace to be invisible to the system. May God give you the grace to be preserved in stealth mode. Can somebody shout an amen? Yeah. May God give us the grace to push that revival baby to fulfillment and keep it hidden. I said to somebody, I said, and the child was in the wilderness until the day of his manifestation. Yes. You, you, you know something? We can say things like, Jesus, the son of God, why does his parents have to run? And the angel comes and says, Hey, take the child because there's great danger. Ha, makes no sense. The Son of God, 
filled with the Holy Spirit, born of the Holy Spirit. And God comes and says, through an angel, take this child. For the people are looking to kill this child or after him. Relocate, hide, go into running. Why? Some things are too precious, child of God. You have to do everything in your power to protect your destiny. Yes, you're fighting for your dream. You're fighting to fulfill it. You're doing it. But you also have to fight to preserve it. Sometimes it takes effort to protect what God has given into your hands. And see what she does. Next verse. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrushes for him, daubed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. Until the last minute. They said, throw the baby into the water. Right? Come on, talk to me. They said, if it's a son, you take the baby, throw him into the water. But she made what? Like a small boat. What is it that is found in your hands that you can still protect even at the time of letting go. Some people, I'll tell you the deception is this. The deception is this. You think, you ready? You think your end is according to the enemy's plan and you just let go. Oh my goodness. I said something, I'll repeat myself. Some of us, I don't even like saying, some people, some people, because they think this is the end what's going to happen they don't do anything more they just let it go but this lady she knew this is the end but yet she said whatever is left in my hands whatever I can find in my strength until the moment I drop the child into the water even the dropping will have my protection over it she did everything. She, you, you look how Bible records it. Ark of bulrushes. You know, for him, dabbed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in, laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. Until the last minute. And the next scripture, it feels like I'm giving you Moses' life story. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Even that, watching. Because you don't know. You know, if I keep going like this, I will keep you all here till the end of the night. But we don't have this place till the end of the night. So let me skip. Because I need to take you to the place where Moses is found. It's a long way. <laughs> it's a very long place. I won't take you like that. But here, I'll help you to go there quickly, okay? Verse 10 of Exodus chapter 2. The child grew and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. So she called his name Moses saying, because I drew him out of the water. Wow. wow. You know why I said wow? 
enemy said throw it to the water <laughs> and within the enemy system there is a daughter who picks up what is thrown into the water and says it's a gift for me wow. I, i don't know if i'm connecting the dots pharaoh said throw the child to the water and she says i call him moses because i drew him out of the water i want to tell you there that's why god says no river you shall walk through the rivers and the river shall not overflow you you shall walk through the fire and the fire will not consume you there is a kind of promise that god can put in your hands and when you submit it into god's hand it might not remain in your hands but it can become the promise that breaks the system you see this are you connecting the dots somewhere you need to connect it for one it was letting go and it became on the other side to receive the anointing into the very core of the system do you see god's strategy here god takes moses and puts him into the system to break the system wow because because if it was just an anointing it would have been different now god is like i need to infiltrate the system so people of god if you do what you're doing very soon out of your hands something will infiltrate the system through your promise through your delivery through your faithfulness something will penetrate the system the system might say it is mine oh who said so it has my dna inside of it hey yeah yeah you're all you're no sata brakani and you can the, the system might say it is all mine i'm building it but they don't know inside the system your dna is found inside the system there is a god kind found and you can say oh i have done nothing oh you're doing lot more than you think you're infiltrating the system through the hand of god it was a master strategy of god you know why god knew he had to you know i'm going too much detail now but i need to just bring you quickly to this i have to end somewhere for today that is why when moses grew up in egypt he saw the system he understood the system he understood the anointing that was ruling the system and he knew there was really nothing that he could do and now you know the rest of the story he's found killing somebody i'm paraphrasing it and then he's ran and pharaoh sought to kill him and when he's found near the place of the water you know how he is found i, I want to show you something quickly we are finishing don't worry we're going to finish it St- still in uh, verse 2 okay was to 19 can you just read that 
and they said, An Egyptian delivered us from the hand of the shepherds, and he also drew enough water for us and watered the flock. Did you notice what they said? When they found Moses, what did they say? <laughs> they called him an Egyptian. I don't know. Am I doing a good job today? Yes. Moses was so one with the system. He looked like them. He spoke like them. He dressed like them. He behaved like them. Everything about him was like an Egyptian. And when in Midian, these girls looked at him, they said, an Egyptian. He had become so one with the system. He had nothing in him that could be told apart from the system. And then God <laughs> begins to work on him for 40 years. Sometimes, now I'm talking about you. I'm done preaching. Now let's talk a few more minutes about you. In all that I said, it is to tell you that you, when I say Moses, I'm talking about you. Maybe right now, you can look in the mirror or you can look at yourself and say that you have nothing to defeat the system or to overcome anything that God has put you against. Okay? But God is looking at you and saying, I have something ready for you, but I want you to come to the end of yourself where you begin to lose all the experience, all the learnings of Egypt. You come to a place now, I was describing that vision, where you're sitting and looking at the mountain of God, or you're looking at the backside of the desert and saying, what can I do now? And God is like, all this was done for one reason, that I will give you an encounter, which will not be said, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they had a God. God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob. And that God of Jacob, through Jacob, anointed a Pharaoh. But now, God had to look at Moses and say, I will make you like a God to Pharaoh. For that kind of hand of mine to come upon you, you have to be found on the back of the desert. And when you come there, I will deal with you in certain ways that you will not understand my dealings. You will say, I cannot do this. I cannot do that. Connecting back to what I said last Sunday. I said, he was so tired. He's telling God, I have nothing to offer you. And God is like, 
this is the best place i find you in if you can just have me with you i can break the system through you i will make you like a god to pharaoh 